Hey Mavens, welcome back to the Beauty Mavens podcast. We are off-site today in Oahu. It's so pretty. We came here for a week just to unplug and to spend time with our family before Christmas. And now we are recording podcasts with some family members. But before we introduce our first guest, we just want to make sure you know what's been going on lately because there has been a lot of new things that we have launched. Kristen, (laughs) take it away. Okay, so number one, we launched our Beauty Mavens apparel, and we're so excited about it. So our apparel is our exclusive designs for the Everyday Beauty Maven. This is a quarterly limited edition collection that will be launching new pieces each time, and they're limited edition, so once they're gone, they're gone. We already sold out of our pajamas, and they were so cute. I didn't even get a pair. I didn't get a pair either. (laughs) But we flew to LA to handpick each item and we paid attention to every single detail from the raw edges to the ruffles to the velvet and the cute crops. Then we added our own exclusive designs and added a few layering sweaters and jackets to complete the look. So go check it out before it's gone on our website, beautymavenscollective.com. And number two, Maddie, our other big announcement. So our Beauty Maven Summit... If you're listening to this podcast right now and have learned anything from any of these episodes, like the time Jen McDonald told us to compliment our clients' skin to hear their true complaints and help increase retail sales, to the time Kimber Janes told us the behind the scenes of Cleaning House in order to build the culture behind her international brand, then you cannot miss this event. It will be March 2nd, 2019, and it's our first Beauty Maven Summit. Tickets are on sale right now with early bird pricing. This ends... December 31st, so you have a couple days to get $50 off your ticket. So tickets are only $350 right now. But January 1st, tickets would be $400 each. So the Beauty Maven Summit is a hands-on, full-day workshop in downtown Salt Lake to help beauty professionals take the next step in their business. Whether you're just graduating from school and need to build your clientele, or maybe you're jumping into network marketing and selling makeup, or you're established lawn owners ready to expand wherever you are if you're in the beauty industry then this workshop is for you you've probably already been to a lot of trainings and events in the beauty industry but nothing quite like this as you know every week on the podcast we bring you a behind the scenes look at the beauty industry by interviewing other mavens who have successfully built the careers of their dreams so imagine the value you've gained from this free podcast with an in-person hands-on approach and a networking experience where you don't even have to initiate any awkward convos, but you still get to meet everyone there, sign me up. The Beauty Maven Summit isn't about sitting in the audience trying to jot down all the information that's being thrown at you. It's going to be about doing. So we're going to be grouping you with like-minded mavens to brainstorm, dig deep, and share your insights. And we'll give you the tools you need to put it all to work. Like we always say, you can freaking do it. But sometimes we need the connections and the tools to start. If you're ready to make the next move in the beauty industry, head on over to our website, beautymavenscollective.com, and click the tab on the very top that says Summit. Buy your tickets, and then book your flights and get ready to make the next move in your beauty business. Can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. 
We're here today on the island of Oahu with the one and only Papa Greg. This is our dad. He is the 23-year owner of three successful franchises of Papa Murphy's Pizza, the former DMA president for over 60 locations in the state of Utah, Nevada, and Wyoming. He's on the Franchise Advisory Board member, awarded Brand Builder, President's Council, and Local Store Marketing, and the number one Beauty Havens fan. Here is Greg Dumas. Yay! <laughs> We're so happy. We've been talking about, we need to re- interview our dad, because this is where we get all our... All of our business info. Yeah. We've gotten from him. Okay, Pops. So as you know, we always start our podcast with our high lows. You want to start, Maddie? Yeah. And you need to get ready with yours, Dad. So my high this week, it's basically all been a high because we've been in Hawaii. But today we went scuba diving and I saw a shark for the first time in real life out in the open ocean. That is terrifying. I did not go. That sounds scary. That would be my low. It was so fun. Hi, Dad. And the turtles. We saw ginormous turtles. The shark, I've never seen the shark wasn't big enough, but those turtles were huge. They were the biggest turtles. They were like three times the normal turtle that yeah. I've seen in Hawaii. Think of what the size of a turtle is. This thing was like big. A, yeah, like a bit, yeah. Like how big? Like, like big. Like it was face was big as your face. <laughs> it was it was really cool. And scuba diving is just the best. So that was really fun. And then my low. It's not really my low, but it was the family low. <laughs> my, we were snorkeling a couple of days ago and my <laughs> older brother stuck his hand on one of those pokey sea urchins. sea urchins and it stung him and shot all his needles into him, into his fingers. And all of the locals told us to put it in vinegar or urine. And we didn't have vinegar, and so... <laughs> you know, the picture of my son soaking his fingers in a cup of warm urine will <laughs> be with me forever, I think. <laughs> so gross. But the funniest part was our little brother was the one who voluntarily peed in the cup. Uh-huh. And as he was peeing in the cup, he... <laughs> he was gonna overfill the cup at the bathroom uh, door. He was trying to get into the bathroom, but it was locked because someone was in there, and it was just so funny. So, and then there was a point where you put it in the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> heat it up. It was pretty bad. It was a pretty low moment. It was a whole family low, a collective low. My high is. Just being in Hawaii all week, but just being... We thought we'd actually get a lot of work done here, and we've done nothing. We've just been completely unplugged. We've responded to a few DMs and emails. Just being completely unplugged has been my high. And then my low would be, yesterday I started noticing my hair, like the tips of my hair is getting kind of orange. And I think it might be a mixture of my spray tan and my sunscreen like rubbing off and staining my blonde hair that was my low i'm texting my hair girl all these pictures trying to figure out what we can do so i got an appointment with her right when i get back to get it fixed but but it's weird because me and mom are both blonde and i think it's just because i have extensions i don't know it's low okay pops i don't have to worry about that do i (laughs) My hair hasn't grown back, and I'm not changing colors either. So, my high would be not only bringing the whole family to uh, Hawaii, but going to see in the Billabong Surf Championships on North Shore. Yeah, that was so cool. Where uh, I've I've 
I've been to Hawaii before, but I've never been to North Shore where the big waves are and watching the surfers um, get totally tubed as the water wraps completely around them and, and they come scooting out of it somehow. Just amazing. Fun, fun to watch. And we had a seal right in front of us. That was fun. Oh, yeah. We go to the beach and there's a seal roped off and says, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. Don't bother me. <laughs> and he would like roll down, like pat yeah. himself with his little fin or whatever. So we got a front row seat to a sleeping seal and the surf championship. <laughs> that was fun. So my low would be, uh, even though I'm on vacation, my store has my cell phone number and they can call me every day. And <laughs> they do. It just seemed like every day there was something that they needed help with so sometimes you own the business and sometimes the business owns you that's so true okay so you might be wondering how papa pizza man is going to tie into the beauty industry i am (laughs) (laughs) but he has some great tips for marketing advertising managing multiple locations and entrepreneurship Some of you might know this, but both of us grew up working in Papa Murphy's, and Kristen managed some of the stores up until two years ago. So really, everything we know about business came from Papa Greg. One thing I remember from working there was the high five, and I feel like you drilled that into every single one of our heads, and we had to make sure all the employees knew it. So explain your high five, and why that that was important that your whole team knows it. It's it's kind of taking all of your core business beliefs and putting them into something that's just real succinct that anybody can get a grasp of so i had the high five i had one purpose i had two rules i had a big three i had four priorities and i had five fundamentals that i wanted everybody to understand one purpose and i asked people when i hired you make this up yeah Nice. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I thought it was a Pop Murphy's thing. This is a Greg. No, this is a Greg Dimas store this location. Is, this thing. is it. Yeah, this is all Greg creating it. I've presented it at Papa Murphy's and to a lot of other owners and things like that. But so one purpose, and I asked the new employees, "What do you think our purpose is?" You know, oh, to make pizzas or oh, to do this, serve the customers. And it's like, no, our purpose is to take pride in what we do, whatever we're doing. If we're mopping the floor, if we're making a pizza. If we're doing the dishes, we take pride. Do the job right the first time. Take pride in what you do. When when Taylor used to work at Papa Murphy's, he he would literally take a magic marker and sign their uh, pizza because it looked so good. He took so much pride in it. He said, this thing is a work of art. So maybe that's something you guys could do is sign people's faces. This brow looks so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Sharpie. <laughs> you know? Like creating your artwork. And then two rules. We're always and never. Always ask lots of questions. Never do anything you're not trained to do. I want people to work for me to understand everything is done a specific way and to learn to do it right. And then always ask questions. Ask why we do things the way we do it. And so those are the that. Everyone always says that I always ask a million questions. That's probably because you drilled that into my head. But yeah. even like when I just whatever, huh, you know that. Yeah, you're so but inquisitive. It, whatever I'm doing, I'm always like, well, why? Why does it do this? Or how? But I think understanding why things are done the way helps you to appreciate the processes, procedures, standardizations, mm-hmm. you know, and those are the things that help create the business and help make it successful as if you have those processes in place so so always it's important to understand the why my big three was dishes floors and trash by three o'clock those things had to be done and that's all about setting 
the store up for the next crew coming in. And so every business is like, man, come up with a big three. What three things need to be done so that their station, your store, your whatever is set up for the next crew coming in. So anybody could have a big three. And then four priorities for us. It was all customers was the number one priority. Then our make line that we make the pizzas on, our grab-and-go where we have all of our sides like salads and cookie dough. So that would be like your upsell items. Yeah. And then uh, four was a checklist, our cleaning checklist and that. Oh, yeah, that was your fourth priority. So we have those priorities. And it's like any business should have like four priorities that basically anybody that's there at any point can say, okay, what do I need to do now? And you just always focus on those priorities because it doesn't matter if it's in the morning or in the afternoon or the heat of the rush, those priorities are in place or at the end of the night. Yeah, it always gave you something to do. And like number one with customers, it was... It wasn't just the client that's in the store, the customer in the store, or the client that's on your bed. It was the phone call, the, in our case, yeah. the text from the client, the email, the the ticket of a call-in client, or rebooking a client, or whatever. So that would be Following your number one priority. With the sample that you sent home with them. And then what's number five? No, that will take up all of our time. <laughs> so then five uh, is five fundamentals that make Papa Murphy's what it is. Um, you know, and I go over those with the employees, and so... It, for anybody else, it'd be trying to figure out what is the fundamentals of your business to make what it is. For Papa Murphy's, it's quality, quantity, low price, serve fast and friendly, and market it aggressively. And those are the fundamentals when I got into the business in 1996, and they're still the fundamentals today that make it successful. Would that be like your core values? Yeah. That's something that me and Maddie actually implemented in our last team meeting. Me and Maddie went through and figured out our core values that we wanted for Beauty Mavens. And then we had each of our booth renters and employees go through and figure out their core values in their life. And then how we could match them up to Beauty Mavens. And I feel like now we have a better purpose. Now we know what our five core values are so we know what to focus on. Yeah, I think it helps to discuss those and everybody understands so everybody's on the same page and you're not fighting against somebody that thinks something else is more important than that. It's like those things are non-negotiable. Whatever your core values are, it's like they're not up for negotiation. That. Yeah. They are who you are, what you're standing for, and really the foundation for your brand and, and being able to be successful today but keep being, grow on that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, there's like a lot of things that, could, that you could value that are important to business like teamwork and hard work and all these things so narrowing it down to five things they can encompass other things but did you guys do five yeah really see those high five that i have like every business could come up with a high five that's just like these look first day these are the five things i want you to know Mm -hmm. i don't know so we went through a sheet of like a hundred different values we'll be doing this at the summit as well we have some yeah we have some work worksheets to help you guys figure out your core values but we ended up narrowing our five down to community continuous improvement integrity reliability and dependability and teamwork that sound great yeah <laughs> i like how you threw in the sixth one reliability and dependability because we yeah. felt well we felt like reliable is important but also dependable but they're kind of the same thing but kind of not no, that's good yeah. so we we Put those ones together. And then we came up with actions to how we can focus on those core values or like what it would mean. So for example, reliability slash dependability is 
you're showing up 15 minutes early for your clients so that when they come 15 minutes early, you're there and you're ready and your tray's ready. You're there when you say you're going to be there. You're not switching. You're not calling them an hour before or the day before their appointment and asking if they can come an hour later. Like, if they scheduled an appointment with you for a certain time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you guys establishing those, anybody that comes in to work for your salon or to be there understands those. It's like... These, this is what these are things are non-negotiable. You know, somebody that falls outside of that, where they're not dependable, or what they're not mavens, man. Kick them out. See ya. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It's important as salon owners to have because most of the people that work at beauty mavens are booth renters. They run their own business. They have their own thing. They have their own values. But just having these five values that we can talk about in every meeting helps it so we're all on the same page. Because especially as a salon owner, even if they are booth renters running their own business, everything they do reflects on you. If they don't show up for their client, it's not, oh, Sally didn't show up when I had my lashes, lash appointment. It's the beauty mavens weren't there. And they're going to go to our Google page or our Yelp and they're going to say, oh, I went in for an appointment and -and so-and-so didn't show up or... Like, even if they're booth renters, they don't know that. They just see that they're coming to your salon. I think we've talked about this before. So, I would challenge everyone listening to this podcast to figure out what your core values are for your business. And then if you're a salon owner, how you can spread those to your team. And if you really want help, come to the summit. I'm going to plug that one more time because we're going to do this there. And it's going to make a huge difference in your business. So we know from working in your stores and being around you and watching you work that you value your customers and that's, and you just said, your number one priority in your stores. So how can you enhance your customer's experience? Well, I think that for us, they're not coming in to get a pizza, they're coming in to get a meal, right? And so anything I can do to enhance that at-home experience with them is going to be better. So it's important that they go home with a cookie dough or a salad to make it a real meal. We put a lot of emphasis on selling things. In fact, we were in Hawaii and we went diving at this shop. It was a cool dive shop. It had t-shirts and all this stuff. And Maddie asked the dive instructor, now we're going to need some anti-fog for our goggles. And and it was a perfect opportunity. I literally said... Should I purchase this? <laughs> the like, perfect I opportunity asked. for them to say, oh, yeah, you need anti-fog. But the guy says, no, we got some on the boat or I'll just spit in your mask. And <laughs> <laughs> as a, later, as I was thinking about that whole experience, I was thinking, look at that dive shop. Okay, they got us. We came in and we did a dive with them. And that was great. But they could have sold us anti-fog. They had cool T-shirts there. They should have offered us some t-shirts or stickers bumper stickers anything you know they could have easily got an extra hundred dollars out of us probably yeah (laughs) oh they had gear there too and they yeah just so much that they could have offered Mm -hmm. that it's like i mean part of doing business is to sell those things but it really comes down to the customer and taking best care of the customer is giving them the best experience that you can get um so i think people think of sales because in the beauty industry this would be if your clients coming in for skincare for a facial spitting in their goggles is like using Cetaphil at home (laughs) 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 no but if a client's coming in for a facial yeah great they had an hour it was relaxing but what's really gonna 
create that loyalty and enhance their experiences when you send them home with some skincare products that they can use at home and now every night they're like, ooh, this feels so good and they feel like this facial is lasting a month because they're using all these products every day. So, okay, so that's... But I would think that like with you guys, if you're doing stuff while you're giving the facial or whatever, you're also selling it by saying, and when you come next time, and when you, like, you're, you're seeding your sale at the end where it's like, like okay, now you're going to want to be doing this, and this is how, and so you're talking about it, you're assuming the sale, you know they're going to buy it, but it's all about, this is what you're going to want to have. But I feel like people in the beauty industry, just from talking to people and hearing what people think, is they think that it's like slimy, or they're like pushing them and that it's more helpful to like help them save money or something it could be if your only purpose is to sell them product nobody nobody wants to be sold but if somebody understands that you care about them and that you want them to have the best experience with you then it's just as natural but it's like you know if if you wait till the end to say now do you want to get some of our products but you haven't been talking about it or anything then it's going to be a tough sell to get them to to buy anything yeah and it feels like they're just adding it on, just yeah. add it on. Yeah. So if your customer is your number one priority and you're focusing on the customer and their needs, you probably have some solutions to why they're there, right? And what's going to bring them back. And so. Yeah, you're the expert. You know, even in the pizza world, you know that that cookie dough is going to make everyone's night better. So you want to sell it to them. Same with the skincare they're taking home. Yeah. And using every day. Or okay. the lash serum that's going to make their lashes longer for the next time they get their lift. Or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in the case of cookie dough, they're two for eight. So you want to get that second one anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always surprised at how many people... I mean, because we didn't start focusing on retails until May, probably. Yeah. And I'm always surprised how many people are like, Oh my gosh, this mascara changed my life. Or this. Or they... Like, they appreciate it so much, and I feel like we've created so many loyal clients just based on selling them good stuff. You have to be selling them good stuff that's actually helping and solving problems. But and in return, we've increased our revenue substantially yeah. just, by, just by providing them the things that they're already looking for and probably going to run to the store after to buy anyway, but we're giving them a better version of it. Yeah. And I also am very surprised at how much price is never really an issue, right? Well, if you if you're giving them something that their value, you know, they can go buy the same stuff at the grocery store for ten bucks that they're going to pay you thirty bucks for. Yeah. Type of thing, and it's like, but the thirty dollar is going to be a lot better experience than a ten dollar, mm-hmm. and they're going to appreciate it. They're going to be back, become loyal. I mean, that's the. That's what you're doing is the more you take care of a customer, the more loyal they come. Loyal customers tend to come more often and tend to spend more. And, and so, tend to tell their friends. Absolutely. And yeah. bring their friends. Okay, so you have been awarded so many awards. We got pizza neon signs. <laughs> we got glass things. Got lots of useless tchotchkes. Gold <laughs> rings. Um, but one that stands out is Brand Builder, and did you have a marketing one too? Yeah, local store marketing. I think it's important for business people to figure out what they're passionate about. 
Um, for me, I love doing local store marketing, getting out in the community and doing different things and participating, helping uh, places with fundraisers or... or uh, we do pizzas at like RC Willie or the Super Bowl at the homeless shelter, stuff like that. If like, or you're always on the news, you're always somehow getting involved in the community. And so, that builds your brand recognition, right? I think so. Yeah, we do uh, different things. Like we've just been doing Toys for Tots. Uh, people bring in a toy for uh, kids that need it, and um, it's all operated by the Marines. We just have to have bins out there. We've done canned food drives for the homeless shelters, and uh, um, we've done coat drives in the past. We've done book drives. But giving back to the community, participating in community events is a great way to keep your brand in a very positive light with people. So, yeah, when we do anything like... Uh, where we might be able to tie in the media. Then we try and uh, work with one of the TV stations to to tie in to get some, some PR, some public uh, relationships where we might get TV appearances or maybe even bring their camera crew out to one of our locations and and interview us and do different things. And so. so to get on the news, whether you're in the studio or they come to you, how do you, do you have to ask them? To be on there? Well, we have an ad agency that works with them. And so, if we have an ad agency, they do it. If not, though, you'd have to contact the station and say, this is what we have going on and make it newsworthy. You could also do a news release and get it out to um, you know, radio stations and newspapers and yeah. things like that. But being on the news is, is free, right? Yeah, there's no cost to that. But being, I know we were approached but you by gotta a couple. Have something that's newsworthy. Yeah, you know. Well, we have one of our booth renters goes on and talks about her facials all the time on there. Yeah, she's been on like three times. She gives like skincare tips, and then in return, people are coming in. They see that she knows what she's talking about, so then they come in to get facials from her. We had one of our clients go on one time. She was talking about mascaras, and she mentioned that she got a lash lift, and she gave a discount code. And then we had clients come in. We, had, we got a ton of client return from that. So having some sort of influencer that is often in the media, have them talk about you in the news. cool thing about media appearances like that, whether it's a TV or radio station, they all have an online presence too, mm-hmm. where they've got a website and, and can provide links to, to your business and that, and that helps. So when it comes to things like for fundraisers and that, they're doing your marketing. They're getting out and spreading your name and that how would you guys do fundraisers how, is there a way that you guys so could a lot do of like or when people are doing like silent auctions and things like that to raise money we'll always donate a service or a gift card or yeah something like that and that in turn the person that purchased it at the auction comes into us for the service we like to give them a service that they're going to come back for so like a lash lift or something like that because then we can turn that person into a client it's important too that when you give away something i think to not give everything away, but still be able to upsell them when they come in. Yeah. Yes. Because like if if I give away a whole meal, then I'm giving away a lot. But if I give away two pizzas, then I still have an opportunity to sell the rest of the meal items, the cookie dough, salads. Especially when bread. they did pay for the pizza or the service. But when they get there, they forget about that. Yeah. And so they're like, oh yeah, my visit today is only the $25 tint that I just added on. Mm-hmm. 
So what would one tip that you would give going to your branding to someone to make a lasting brand or a memorable brand or a recognizable brand? Recognizable brand. That's I think it's word. important that you look at your business often from a customer's perspective and understand everything speaks. Sometimes we get uh, blind to what our business looks like because our you know, a coat might be laying in the corner or I might come in in plain clothes and just in my mind I'm Papa Murphy's but to the customer I'm just some guy behind the counter and in clothes but in my mind I'm taking care of the customer you know but it's like literally everything speaks in your business and needs to represent your brand um, mm-hmm. the way you look the way the store looks and that um, especially like if you're if you got a display of product you know, keeping it dusted or keeping it clean and organized nice and, and neat. And just something like restocking it or yeah. pushing everything to the front. Well, like, the customer's visit begins outside the store. And so, you know, if there's, if whatever, if you're doing it at home, make sure your entryway is clean and, and that. Um, you know, if there's weeds on the outside, there's weeds on the inside. And so it's like the outside needs to be clean. Your windows need to be clean. The door needs to be clean. Everything speaks when it comes to a brand. And customers tend to notice everything. And so if you focus on the customers, you focus on their whole visit from the time they come to your business to when they leave and then beyond. Those well, some- I would also say this when it comes to a brand, right? The brand is often like your logo is made out of specific colors and they're just, they're sacred to that business. They're sacred to your brand. If you have a uniform that you wear or whatever, that is your brand. Um, There's so many elements of that. And so protecting it becomes crucial. If if you put all the effort into creating a brand, then you want to absolutely fight to protect your brand. If somebody comes in with something that is soiled and or not or faded or or they washed it with bleach or they got something splashed on or whatever and it's it's like it's representing your brand um you know and it's like you got to have that brand standard you got to protect your brand and everything that distracts really starts to distract from your brand and it weakens it and if you allow it to go on then you're weakening your brand I think you really have to know what your brand is because we've had instances in the past where we've wanted to work with people and we've been working with people and if if we hadn't have known what our brand was or even talking to you and talking to our parents about things and just people's ideas, they are great ideas, but if we don't know what our brand is, like it's so easy to get lost and to go off track of, from what our brand is. Yeah, you don't have a very clear picture of what you're doing. Well, and it, I think it helps if you have it formally defined somewhere. You know, a one-page write-out of what your brand is and elements, and it would probably be a living document that would go on as different things arise. But, you know, really protecting that. If somebody is copying your whatever, boy, that's not good, right? If somebody steals your trade secrets or things like that, it it weakens your brand so one thing that's helped us is we have a brand deck and so it really helps us if we're working with like a graphic designer or whatever as far as the aesthetic version of our brand goes is we can just hand them our brand deck that has our colors our 
logos, our fonts, every single thing that goes with our brand our is wording. in that brand deck. The way we talk to our clients. If we wanted to hire a social media person to take over our Instagram, we would just hand them the brand deck and they would know exactly how to word things. It wouldn't sound like somebody else is talking. So that's one thing that comes with your brand as well. The other thing I wanted to say is I was listening to, and I don't know if this is going to make any sense, we might have to cut this out, but interesting fact just for you guys. <laughs> I was listening to um, a clip from Ellen, the Ellen DeGeneres show, and she was talking to Cardi B, and she was like, okay, Cardi B, how did you come up with that name? Because her real name is, I can't remember, it's some crazy name. And she was like, well, all my friends call me Bacardi, but every time I put that on Instagram, I'd always get reported and taken down. And every time I just keep putting up Bacardi and they'd keep taking it down. So obviously the brand Bacardi was not letting her have that name because they didn't want to be associated with her in that sense. So for her to become Cardi B, she got that name, but she had to pay $2,000 to register that name to her. So now she's Cardi B and that's her brand. She's no longer Bacardi. Do you have any other last minute tips or, or things? Yeah. Um, while doing this, I really think that that signing the brow work out of lashes, whatever, <laughs> I literally think, why not? Have a little signature. When I see that, I'll know I've done my job here. <laughs> so. Tag him. <laughs> if you ever get around to it. So now on to our new segment where we talk about our current beauty obsessions. I'm excited to see what yours are. <laughs> So this is something that you keep reaching for, that you can't live without, or just something, I guess maybe you... Like a new product find, a new shampoo, whatever. Yeah, or even if you... Something you've been using for years that you just can't live without. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go first. Okay. (laughs) Because I'm dying to share. Because I've been busted by Kristen using her roller, rock roller thing. My jade roller. She has in the... (laughs) In the freezer here at the condo place, and, and uh, rolling my eye sacks. <laughs> what are they called? Your puffy eyes. Rolling my morning puffy eyes with a freezing cold jade it. roller. That's that was, yeah, it's become my new beauty obsession. I've caught him like four times. I'm yeah. like, hey, now it's not going to be cold when I go to use it. So yours is a jade. What is it? Yours is mine's rose quartz. Yeah, I had to get a pink one to be on brand with the mavens. So mine's rose quartz one. But I would suggest everybody get a rose quartz maven branded roller for (laughs) everybody in this family. (laughs) Perfect stocking stuffer this time of year. Yeah, that's true. How much are those? Um, you can get them like for like ten bucks. I know what I'm asking for Christmas. <laughs> our friend Casey also sells big, she was on our podcast, but big stainless steel ones. So they stay colder longer. So if you put them in the freezer, they will stay and cold they forever. And like span your whole cheek and forehead. So we'll link those. So the stainless steel one's a good option. Stainless steel also will have to get the you for Christmas. The just nice for traveling because it's so little. It's how small it fits right in my makeup bag. Yeah. It'll fit right nice in your makeup bag, Dad, when you get one. <laughs> Okay, my favorite current obsession is a sleep mask. Ever since I started using one, especially one that is made for lash extensions. So I use the Borboletta one, 
and it has like little divots or pockets where your lashes go, I sleep like a baby. It is so comfortable. It makes everything blacked out. It's the best when I'm traveling. It's I anywhere. If I want to take a nap in the middle of the sunshine, I can go right to sleep. <laughs> I do love it on the plane. It's so it's comfy so too. But I rip mine off in the middle of the night. Like I can't keep it on. Maven tip, I, I Velcro mine underneath my hair, too, because some nights I would, like, go to sleep and I'd wake up with it on my pillow, like, it'd come off the night, so I, now I Velcro it underneath my hair so it stays on, and it gives me a little extra volume in the morning. <laughs> nice. Okay, my fave is, I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about, but I don't know what it's called. I don't know how to say it. It's, like, the Laneige, Lane. it's, like, L-A-N. E I G E. E I G E. It's a pink little jar and it's a lip mask, an overnight lip mask. If you follow any beauty blogger on Instagram, I think you'll know what I'm talking about because everyone talks about it. Yes, everybody everyone does. Everyone talks about it. And so. You tried it out. You fell for it. I fell for it and it's so good. I don't think I've tried it yet. I have it here. You can use it. My mom actually bought two of them and I snuck <laughs> one up. But it comes with a cute little spatula that you put it on with. So it's an overnight mask, not for your lips? It's an overnight lip mask, but um, sometimes I like to put it on. I mean, I do like to put it on in the morning, too, when I'm putting my makeup on. and just leave it on. It's super hydrating, though. Ooh, I'm trying that tonight. K-Pops, thanks for coming on the podcast and sharing your wisdom. Where can everyone come try your pizzas at? Alpha <laughs> Murphy's in South Ogden. We're Plus, waiting. you're going to be fire grilling them at our Beauty Bevan Summit, so everyone that buys a cool. ticket gets some pizza. <laughs> I'll be there. Hey, I got something else to say, though. Oh, what? Uh, Beauty Maven's Collective really took care of me to make this uh, vacation just very memorable. And me and Zach went in, and we had our waxing done, and we oh, had, yeah. <laughs> I got my brows tinted. tinted. I got... Uh, <laughs> Um, trimmed my, my brows and um, got some blackheads taken care of. It was, it was full service. Well, it was wonderful. Me. So you got a vacation? Come see pe- us. People should. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. To take a spouse in. I don't know if my wife enjoyed it as much as I did, but it was fun. <laughs> the brow tinting we never did that on him. We haven't done that on him before, but we just did a really light brown to cover up some grays. <laughs> No offense. It looks, it looks good. But it looks really good and natural. It doesn't yeah. look like no. how we girly girls. So that was fun. You can try that on your dad's. <laughs> um, okay, so make sure you get your tickets to the summit so you can meet the papa in person <laughs> while he's fire grilling his pizzas. And make sure you're following us at Beauty Maven's Collective on Instagram. And don't forget that all the show notes with today's links will be on our website, beautymavenscollective.com slash podcast. We'll see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens. Inglos. Oh, that doesn't work.